Now, transformation is about changing those natural, quote-unquote, thought patterns that are faulty and replacing them with truthful, helpful, God-like thought patterns. And in order to do this, we need to start thinking about the way we think. Welcome to episode 16 of the Walking Closer podcast. I'm your host, Adam Como. Today's podcast continues to take us down the path of self-discovery. Since it is the case, as we've discovered or as we've talked about in the previous podcast, that we are governed by ideas. It probably goes without saying that we really need to become more aware of what these ideas are. That is, we've got to be proactive, engage the process, be be intentional about becoming more self-aware of our thoughts. Because the thoughts we think represent the ideas that govern us. This episode, this episode is all about becoming self-aware of what what is going on inside our minds. What's going on inside our hearts. We're going to do a little thinking about thinking. So let's jump right in. In a Forbes magazine uh, reference to a leadership article titled... This is how your thoughts become your reality. The contributor, Amy Morin, said this. If you draw inaccurate conclusions about who you are and what you're capable of doing, you'll limit your potential. I, I think that really speaks to the this idea that we've been talking about, uh, the, the idea that there's this system of, of ideas that govern us. And it is exactly these ideas from which come these inaccurate conclusions. You know, spiritual formation and transformation is not about limiting, but discovering the potential each of us has to become Jesus. That is, to, to live out the abundant life that Jesus prepared uh, for us. And if we don't want to draw inaccurate conclusions... We have to confront these faulty ideas, and we do this by becoming self-aware of our own thoughts and becoming more self-aware of where our minds wander or what consumes our minds. And it's about asking and answering questions that will help us become more self-aware of these things. Like, what do you think about most often? You ever thought about that? Where does our mind, where do our minds go? What are our thoughts that consume our minds? What, what thoughts pass across maybe even just, just our minds when we have downtime? Or maybe when we're in between appointments. Where, where, does, where, does, where does our mind go? When you make a mistake, where, where does your mind go? What, what do you think about? Uh, when there's a problem, when you're confronted with a problem, where does your mind immediately go? Uh, when no one else is around, when you're all alone, what does your mind focus on? What are you telling yourself? You know, the the thoughts we think represent the ideas that govern us. And so it's important to become more aware of these thoughts. And it, it, it helps us to understand why we respond the ways that we do. And so the ideas that govern us were and are 
reinforced over and over again in our minds. It becomes this vicious cycle that we're not even necessarily aware of. And so it's, it's extremely important if we're trying to change our minds to come to understand what these ideas are. See, ideas, uh, they, they constantly, over and over again, being reinforced. So it's, like, it's like our thoughts. They, they dig canals or trenches. And the more we think those thoughts, the deeper the trenches become. And we, we, we just reinforce them the more we use them. It's, it's like water, right, that takes the path of least resistance. The more the water travels down that path, the deeper that that path becomes. It's reinforced, and it's, it's used over and over and over again. It becomes literally the path of least, least resistance. Therefore, it is traveled the most. Now, once you, you have established a waterway, right, you, changing its path, its direction, it takes a lot of energy. That is not something that is easily done. And it's just like our, our own thought patterns. To change them takes lots of conscience, intentional energy, right? And it's much easier to just go with the natural flow of our thoughts. And that's what we do most of the time without even just giving it a second thought. Now, transformation is about changing those natural, quote-unquote, thought patterns that are faulty and replacing them with truthful, helpful, godlike thought patterns. And in order to do this, we need to start thinking about the way we think. Now, one of the reasons why this may seem so hard is because it's not something we typically practice, right? We don't typically think about how we're thinking, we don't take note of it necessarily. It's not something that we're, we're always doing. And one of the reasons why this, this, this seems so hard is because, well, we're not in the habit of doing it. But we, we engage this process by becoming more reflective on our behaviors, by uh, becoming more reflective on the words we have spoken, how we respond, by, by asking ourselves, you know, like seriously, how did that work for us, right? Uh, was there a better way? Now, where's this coming from? Is this a, a repetitive thing? Uh, where does it come from? Why does it continuously happen over and over and over again? Uh, what does it say about, about what I'm really thinking? What does it say about what I really believe? As a, as a, as a preacher, I can't tell you how many, how many times at the end of a long day, whether I was doing lots of counseling or teaching, uh, especially like on Sundays when it's been hard days, you know, you're, just, you're just exhausted. But your mind keeps going. In my mind, I, I, I will go over things that I've said. I remember, I can reflect on being in meetings, long meetings, and coming out of those meetings later on that night or at a different time when you know, I've had some time to process or even while I'm going through processing all, all those things that happened, um, you know, I, I go back through the things that I've said and I, there are lots of times where I'm like, why did I say that? Why? Well, I, I hope that didn't come across this way or, well, that was dumb. I shouldn't have said it that way or I shouldn't have said this. You know, uh, sometimes it's very, very sobering and, and very, very humbling, but we have to get in the practice of, of doing those things. Okay. Engaging. That's what engaging this process looks like. Right, being reflective, being reflective on on our, on our our own behaviors, the the things that we say, how we respond to things. Now, this process can uh, can also help us not just dissect, you know, our thoughts. 
it helps us to see the connections between our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. Now, I'm going to say more about this in another episode, but I want, I want to say at least this for, the, for this time. The ideas that govern you are reflected in your thoughts, and your thoughts directly affect how you feel and what you do. Let me give you an example. If a person really believes that they are no good, they're worth nothing, they cannot accomplish anything, uh, this is something that has been formed and reinforced in them over time, over and over again, they're being told these things, maybe growing up, uh, maybe it's the message that they that they constantly receive from those around them, the expectations that people had on them were very low, they truly believe this about themselves. Now, for various reasons, okay, they will think to themselves, I'm a failure. I am unqualified. I can't do it. I am not good enough, etc. It's not like they walk around thinking that all the time, but maybe an opportunity comes or maybe there's a problem. Maybe a solution needs to be found. Whatever the reason is, these thoughts will come across the mind. And in that moment, these are the things they think. I'm a failure. I'm unqualified. I can't do it. I am not good enough. Now, when that comes out, in that moment, they can feel it and they feel like they are a failure. They feel like they are unqualified. They feel like they cannot do it. They feel like they're not good enough. And as a result, they even start acting like it's true. And this only reinforces the belief that this must be true and the cycle just continues. Now, the same thing can be said of someone on the opposite end of the spectrum. Let me give you another example. Someone, someone who actually believes they can succeed who believes that they're qualified or believes that they can become qualified, believes that they can do it, that they are good enough. They have the kind of thoughts that reflect that belief. They feel like they can. They feel like they can become qualified, right? They feel like they can do it, like they are good enough, that they can succeed. And therefore, what happens? They put in the work and they succeed, right? Even on the way, there might be some failures, but those failures are only stepping stones to the success, and that's how they see it, right? They may even expect some of these failures, but even in these failures, because they believe they can succeed, they use them as learning opportunities, and all this leads them, okay, to these outcomes where they succeed, and they see themselves as succeeding. Now, these two examples alone shows us just this, how negative thoughts lead to certain feelings and behaviors that tend to lead to certain outcomes. And vice versa, positive thoughts lead to certain feelings and behaviors which can lead to more positive outcomes. That, that is a reality. It, it has the, the power to do that. It also speaks, though, to the fact that just because you think something doesn't make it true. Just because you think something doesn't make it true true. So at the very least, what we have to do is look at how we label ourselves and be willing to challenge those conclusions, right? Look at how, uh, you know, the, the thoughts that we think, right? And challenge those thoughts. We have to be willing to challenge the conclusions that we draw from things and determine whether or not those things are true. We don't have to believe everything that we think. Now, that being said, we've got to understand that it can be tough, yes. It can be hard, yes. But the battle here, okay, when it comes to transformation, the battle starts in the mind. It is a mental 
battle. I like what Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. He says, beginning in verse 3, he says, For though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war according to the flesh. In other words, we don't fight, right, with shields and swords, guns, weapons, political legislations, or any other ways we would typically see war being waged by humans and nations, right, and people groups and cultures, right? Though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war according to the flesh. He goes on in verse 4 and he says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. In other words, our job in the battle is to do what? Destroy strongholds. Now he goes on in verse 5 and he explains what he means by strongholds. He says, strongholds are arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Right? Strongholds. This, this is really what we're talking about here. When we come, come back down to what we're talking about with the, the ideas that govern us. Those are the strongholds here. The thoughts that reflect these ideas that come from a life that was formed away from God. They are faulty, ungodly, filled with, with lies and, and deceptions, really. They, they, and they hold us captive to this life that is formed away from God. And Paul says to do what? He says, destroy them. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against what? The knowledge of God. And take every thought captive to obey Christ. Take every thought captive. Which, which means to, to control, to conquer, to, to, to bring it into submission. And we take every thought captive, we make it submit. We make it submit, we make it submit to Christ. We make it submit to what? To obey Christ. We make it submit to the ideas that governed Christ and the thoughts that reflect those ideas. Now, how do we do this, right? We could talk about this. How do we do this? Well, like some of the things I've already said, before. Don't believe everything you think. Just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. Right? Don't believe everything you think. Just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. In previous podcasts, we talked about things like like where our attention should be, where our focus should be, what our mind should be filled with. And so along with this, you, you have to protect your mind from being filled with junk. Having you know, having to be concerned about what we allow our minds to focus on. Right? And we're not just it's not just about what we allow in our minds through media, etc. And that is that is that's extremely important, right? That is extremely important. Things affect us in ways that we are so unaware of. And if we could at least be aware of that, right? We maybe maybe we give more attention and see the importance of being careful about what we allow. Okay, in, into our minds, what we allow our minds to focus on and the information that we take in. But, but it's not just about that, but it's, it's about where we allow our minds to go in the middle of a situation. What do we focus on when we have successes or failures? What, what thoughts cross our minds when someone makes us upset or when someone is upset with us? Where does your mind go? What does it focus on, right? What are those thoughts that are repetitive in your mind? What thoughts do we focus on, right? You, 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 we have to protect our minds from being filled with junk, okay? But we have to also be concerned about what we allow our minds to focus on, whether or not those things are even true, right? And the other thing is that we, we, we have to, listen, it's a mental battle. It's a battle for the mind, 
right? That, that, that's where the battlefield is. We have to dive into, we have to be consumed by the teachings of Jesus, by the teachings of the apostles, by, and the saints, the saints throughout time. I, I like this. There's a, there's a little, little small book uh, by a man by the name of James Allen. It's called As a Man Thinketh. And he, this is what he says. He says, listen, a noble and godlike character is not a thing of favor or chance. Did you hear that? A noble and godlike character, that's what we're talking about, is not a thing of favor or chance, but is the natural result of continued effort in right thinking. The effect, long-cherished association with God-like thought. That is what brings about a noble and godlike character. Listen, we've got to, not only do we have to be concerned, okay, about where we bring our minds, what we focus on, okay? A part of that is not just about all the negative stuff. It's that we've got to replace it with something, The renewing, the renovating of the mind, taking out the junk, putting in the new stuff, putting in the good stuff. We have to dive into and be consumed by the teachings of Jesus and the apostles and the saints throughout time. Like we got to be consumed with those truths, okay, and let them, let them, let them be absorbed within us. Those are the things that we think on, right? Those are the things that we focus on. That's a part of what it looks like to have your mind set on things that are above. As a man thinketh, so is he. Okay, the battle is in the mind. Okay, that's where the battle is. And so, so let me let me give you give you a challenge. Okay, this is this is all about us coming, become more self aware of what our thoughts are. Right. Well, like, what is it that we're thinking? What are where our minds go? Why do we need to know that? Because they point to, they reflect the ideas that govern us. Right, they govern our thinking. Okay, so 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 here's a challenge, and and I I I actually delivered a message similar to this, uh, different in different ways, but but very similar to this, and this was the challenge uh, that I gave people at the conclusion of that message, and I think it, it it's very appropriate here. So so here's the challenge. Okay, if you, and I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, and you're still listening to this. Um, after all that I've said so far, that this is something that you're interested in. This is maybe something that you're concerned with. Maybe this is something that you realize that is needed in your life, that, that there is some faulty thinking that needs to be changed, and you're ready for your mind to be changed. Maybe, maybe you're ready to do the work, and you just, you're just not sure what step to take. What's the, next, what's the process going to look like for you? Okay. Yes, it's important. Okay, for us to focus our mind on good things, take out the bad, and put in the good. Okay. Um, what kind of information we allow inside our minds? Yes, sure. All those things are, are good. Those things that I said to do. Right. Guard your mind. Protect your mind. Don't believe everything that it, that you think is true. You know, challenge. Be willing to challenge those things, the conclusions that you come to. Be willing to challenge. Be willing to do the hard work. Okay. All right. That's important. That's important. So he, here's the challenge, though, okay? Because we really need to try to put a, put a stake in these faulty ideas, these faulty ideas that govern us. So here's your challenge. If you're willing to take a step, this is my challenge to you. Take some time 
and engage God in prayer, okay? You need to find a quiet place, okay? You need to, you need to grab, grab a journal or, or some other device that you can either write things uh, down on or maybe it's, you know, some smart device where you can type some things in, whatever, whatever, whatever process you want to use, okay? Quiet place, grab something, some device that you can input some information into, okay? And, and you're going to spend some time in prayer, okay? Now, in your prayer time, you have to be very intentional about this. The purpose of this is to seek renewal of the mind. Like, that's, that's what you want. If you desire your mind to be renewed, you find a place and you get on your knees, okay? You find that corner, you get in that, cl- you do whatever, whatever you have to do, okay? For the sole purpose of seeking renewal of the mind, acknowledge your desire to have the mind of Christ, okay? And ask God to help you discern the ideas that govern your thinking. And when you do this, listen, write, type, whatever, whatever comes to mind, okay? When you do this, when you ask God, God, help me to discern the ideas that govern my thinking and write whatever comes to your mind down. Write it down. I don't care what it is. Come back. You'll come back to it later. Just write. Write what comes to mind. Write what comes to your mind. Okay, what may come to your mind, it might just be a situation that you've been through. In fact, in fact, it might be helpful to actually recount a recent situation, okay, where you responded in a way that now makes you uncomfortable. You ever done that? You ever been in conversations with people um, uh, or been in a situation where later on as you uh, look back, you just, man, you just don't feel good about it, right? You feel uncomfortable, you feel awkward, maybe you just feel humbled or you just, you, you're just embarrassed, Okay. Maybe in your prayer, you pray, say, okay, God, here's the situation and help me to discern the ideas that were governing my thinking. And recount the situation. Ask yourself, why did you respond this way? What ideas were governing your thinking? Try to figure this out, right? And asking God for help. And here's the thing. You can be as honest as possible. God's not surprised by anything. Okay, this is, this is, this is about you coming to understand some things about you and seeking God's help. God says, ask and you will receive, right? Like he's going to help us go through this process. Ask God to show you the next steps. What ideas do you need to embrace? How do you need to correct your thinking? Okay, you take what comes to your mind and you write it down. And asking simple questions like, okay, is this true? Where did that thought come from? Why did I think that? Why would I have thought that? Was there a situation where I responded a certain way, right? Is this something that I've said? Is this something that I've done? I feel uncomfortable about this situation. Why? What is it? What did I do? Where does that come from? Are these repetitive thoughts? Are these repetitive actions, right? If so, why? Is there something there that needs to be changed? Was it good? Was it bad? Asking and answering these questions, engaging this process, going through this, okay? Listen. It is, it is much easier just to float down the river. It's much harder to change the course of the river. We're talking about a process, engaging a process that helps to change the course, okay, of the river. That's what we're talking about here. There's 
the challenge. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask others for advice or to seek counsel when dealing with these matters. Okay, Other people, especially the people who are closest to us, probably know more about us and can tell us and help us more right, than, than what we're, we're aware of. Okay, we, we, in fact, we're so oftentimes so there's such a lack of self-awareness that the people we're closest to us, maybe it's a spouse, close friend, a roommate, whoever, parent, somebody, right? They people people who are closer to us can tell us more about ourselves than what we already know. And so, don't be afraid to ask other people for advice. Seek counsel, okay, when dealing with these things, okay? Now, that will do do it for this episode, but on our next episode, we're going to start talking about images. The power of images and how they reinforce the ideas that govern us. But until next time, engage the process. Do a little thinking about your thinking. Okay, Ask the hard questions. Um, try and do your best to discover the faulty ideas and the faulty thinking that needs to be replaced. And embrace those ideas okay, that governed that govern Jesus, that govern, really, a life that is formed under God. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and share and connect with me on the Walking Closer Facebook page. Drop me a message or any questions that you may have. Make sure to join us next time as we explore becoming like Jesus from the inside out.